What's new, Barkeep? I'm Jane. I'm Luke. And as you can probably tell, something very special has happened. He actually watched a movie. Oh, how shocking. <laughs> a while? <laughs> Took me about quarantine to do it. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. I'm happy you actually. All right. Before we get too crazy into this. Our first drink. Yes, let's get our first drink, which oh, he is definitely not looking forward to. It's beer, but twice. Yay! And today's beer selection is called a black and tan. Six ounces apiece of a light of a pale ale and a stout. And our beer choices for this, picked specifically by me, is a Guinness and a Blue Moon. So her standing alone. Okay, jokes over. <laughs> probably not the best mix, but yeah. yeah, I feel like maybe probably like a bud or something probably would have a better bet. Yeah, I, I, it's because I really don't like bud. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Bud, Michelob, whatever. Either way, as long as it's a pale ale, it doesn't matter. Alrighty, so let's do this. Three, two, one. Oh yeah, that's the good stuff. Nope. <laughs> it started out not bad, and then it just went from, hey, look, it's a stout. No, it's a pale ale. No, it's a stout. No, it's a pale ale. <laughs> and it just did not want to play nice with each other. At least not in my mouth. <laughs> oh, God. It's I'm dripping mm-hmm. from my beard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Listen, I made the compromise. Dane got the pretty looking glass with more in it. I went with a lo- with one that had less in it. I am not complaining. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. If you saw the one that we posted on our Instagram, go mm-hmm. follow that by the way. At uh, what's new barkeep? No, not what's new barkeep. It's a Nerds in the Kitchen. The Yeah, Nerds in the Kitchens. And uh you and the ones you see in the picture are the glasses I got for this episode. Yep. So, now that we actually got the obvious drink I wasn't going to like out of the way, so let's talk about something that I do like. Good Morning Vietnam. Starring Robin Williams and a bunch of other actors that I forgot to look up. Yes. (laughs) I will say it right now, I love Robin Williams as a comedian. He is hilarious. He really is. Like Even his acting skill, he's got a pretty decent range, but they kept on pigeonholing him. I mean, he was either the awe-inspiring wonder dude, or he was just the, for lack of a better term, the more funny Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh, 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 that's a that's a shots fired right there. I'm not wrong, though. I didn't say you were. <laughs> because it always boiled down to he was, he, he was the fast-talking, loud, rude, well, funny jerk. Yeah, exactly. If you ever find yourself in a position where you have the opportunity to view one of his mm-hmm. shows on tape or something, yeah, take it. Yeah, his he's got really, really good humor. That still holds up for the most part. There are some things that are obviously dated. The guy did do comedy around the 70s and 80s, so uh, keep that with a grain of salt. But back to the topic on hand, Good Morning Vietnam. It overall got about a... I think it was like a seven point. I think it's like a seventy-seven percent or a seven point seven on uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. So I am not. I, I think that's a fair. Yeah, I think both of those gave it about a seventy-five, seventy-six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a fair rating for the most part. I mean, I really enjoy this. Granted, it is really, really hard to take something that's super serious like Vietnam 
the the Vietnam conflict <laughs> and make it funny. Yeah. Without being completely and utterly insensitive. Yeah, so with that, I'll bring up one of the movie's first problems, at least what I had with it, which is I think it had a little bit of an identity crisis. Yeah. Because I feel like it tried to be funny while making a political stance, which can work. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they were trying too hard to kind of force them together in a way, and they just don't. I mean... I get that. It's kind of like if you look at uh, Lord of War. Have you ever seen that movie? No. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's actually based on a true story about a gun runner. And basically an illegal gun smuggler. And it was more or less trying to be like, I want, we're going to make sure that this guy was a jackass and has killed multiple people. We want to give him a sympathetic side. So you can't really, it, it's one of those things that's like, why are we doing this? I understand that for, in Good Morning Green, one of the scenes that reminds me is that when Robin Williams' character is at like one of his lows, he starts singing, what was it, the Deanna Sister songs? And the kid just like looking at him, just kind of confused and walks away. Yeah, it's, uh, that was kind of a heartbreaking scene. Like, I will say this right now, when I was watching this, and I even told Luke this, because sadly, you know, I watched this while I was in quarantine, so I was alone. And I told Luke that during the first half of this film, it was struggling to hold my attention. Yeah. And that is, for lack of a better term, is to say that is not the movie's fault, because it is just a slow buildup. Like, once it hit the halfway mark, it reached the point where it actually starts to kind of ramp up the action a little bit, or at least ramp up its storyline action a little bit, and I just kind of... You just see me kind of leaning back from my chair, just reaching forward and going, okay, now you have my attention. I, it's been years since I've seen this movie, so I'm going to be a little fuzzy on a lot of the details. I will say this, though, if I remember correctly, the soundtrack slaps. Oh, yes, the <laughs> soundtrack fucking slaps oh my lord every song that you hear granted some of them are kind of stereotypical fortunate son by ccr mm -hmm. uh, beach boys beach boys basically th songs that you would find in that time area of course you would hear but the thing is a lot of the songs you find in that time era are still pretty freaking good oh yeah a lot of it a lot some elvis all that kind of stuff i mean the Vietnam conflict kind of took place in that area, so it makes sense that a lot of that was there. Oh, yeah, because it's one of those things that I like the movie again. It's been years since I've watched it. I just remember really, really liking it, and I don't remember much else, and that's a big problem for me. Yeah, well, if you ever want to, <laughs> I have it for four weeks. So. <laughs> Please, Dan, tell us about your experience trying to figure out how to watch this thing. Yes, that was a problem in of itself. So, a little known fact is I don't really buy many of the streaming services for TV movies. Mm -hmm. I have three. Netflix? No. Crunchyroll? Yes. Funimation? Yes. Hulu? No. Disney Plus? Uh, of course. <laughs> yes, so the three that I have are Crunchyroll, Funimation, and Disney Plus. I don't have any other streaming services, and the only way that I could watch this, even if I was borrowing my roommate's accounts, 
was to have another service that neither of us had. Which I came to find out later, Luke does. <laughs> you could have asked. Again, quarantined. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, I was forced to rent this movie, so. Again, I really need to watch it again. I just remember it really, really, really was good and really heartfelt and just tragic. Oh, extremely tragic. Because I will tell you the exact moment where they started to catch my attention. Mm -hmm. And where I knew something was going wrong. So, if you have not seen Good Morning Vietnam, if you used to be like me, here's an upcoming spoiler. Uh, yeah, just click the 15 second ahead button like two, three times. It should be fine. <laughs> when the kid mm -hmm. is actually walking up to the bar that he got let into by Robin Williams' character. Yep. Can't remember it at the moment. But I knew something was up the minute he said, why are you still here? You know, and then, mm -hmm. you know, take him out of the bar because his sister wants to meet him. Not ten seconds later, bar goes up. That is literally the moment where my attention went, hello! <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a so good of a movie, but I'm just drawing so many blanks and it makes me so frustrated. Hey, like I said, man, whenever you want, I have it for four weeks. I know that... Oh, here's actually a little fun fact for you. This movie was actually based on a guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. the funny thing is, Robin Williams actually met the guy. Oh. And what happened was, then they actually talked, the guy it was based off went to Robin Williams and was like, well, it was good to actually, you know, meet me for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> because it was that inaccurate. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think I actually read up on that and how he actually said it was like, if they were to actually compare it to real events that happened, it was like 45% accurate. Yeah, if, that's one of the things that you got to give some of these movies, based on real events, some leeway. Always presume that only about 10% is accurate until you actually look into it. Because as far as I'm aware, there's actually been no based on a true story that hasn't had some kind of skew. Except Balto. Again, I have not seen that. I'm talking the documentary. I'm not talking the animated movie. Uh, again, I have not seen that. Don't worry about the documentary. It's kind of dry. Mm. <laughs> okay, noted. I mean, if you want to go with the uh, animated one, you can get Talking Animals. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Actually, I think Balto might be Disney. I could look. You could. But we don't have to worry about that. But you know what you have to do it, worry about? Oh, what's that? Our first break! Yes! We'll be right back after this message. And we're back! We're back! Woo! And we got something we haven't done in a while. No. It's the video game update. Yes, but before that, mm -hmm. our second drink. Of course. What have we got here, Dan? Well, for this, we have the Alabama. Alabama. The Alabama. What's in an Alabama? Well, to have your own Alabama, you will need some brandy, some Contrao, or orange curacao. Or cheating. Arcades. Just presume <laughs> from now on, if it says Contrao, we're using orange curacao. Yeah. <laughs> so some brandy, some Contrao, some lime juice, and some sugar. And then also put an orange twist in there. I mean, I'm kind of excited, but my god, this looks gross. Oh, yeah. If, you, if you've if you seen it on our Instagram, oh, this thing just looks nasty. Give us a smell. It smells good, though. Oh, yeah, it does. All right. It's brandy. It's a fine girl, so. I mean, we could make this joke 15 times over, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Three, two, two one. 
Oh, that is oh, good. Oh, wow. That got me off guard. That is really good. I'm going to say this, though. If you have this, be sure you have a tolerance to the taste of alcohol. You know, that the bite. Yeah. Because that bite is still there, but that flavor just... Oh, man. It tastes like you're biting into an orange. It is that good. Like, the thing is, I was expecting this to have more of an acidic, you know, kill to it. I thought a brandy was just going to be overkill. Yeah, no, it does It does a very, very good job of hiding the brandy with the orange. I mean, why would you want to hide brandy? I mean, what a good wife she would be. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> uh, oh. oh. But yes, now we can get to our video game update. I feel like, Dane, you got a lot more to say on this than I do because you've been <laughs> more or less stuck in your uh, house for uh, three weeks. Yes. So, yes, I was stuck in my house for... About 20 days. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, quite a lot has happened on that front in my case. So <laughs> we will start with me because I probably got a lot to go through. Please do. <laughs> Biggest thing is I discovered a couple of brand new RPG series for me. Oh boy, that, does, that sounds like you just got st stuck in that situation again. Oh, believe me. I played one... And now I want to play the series because it was that good. What series is that? It's kind of weird because I'm not quite sure how it's supposed to be pronounced. But I think it's called the Yis series. Now, I say that because this is only spelled with two letters, Y and S. Okay, yep, I'm going to presume you're right if we're wrong. Okay, let us know. But be polite about it. Yeah, this has, from what I've seen, this has a very dedicated fan base to it. Well, I mean, to be fair, there's a, almost every RPG has a dedicated fan base. Oh, yeah, but this is one of those ones where I literally knew nothing about this series until one day it just came up in my recommendeds on mm -hmm. sale, and I was just like, oh, well, I, I guess I might as well. It looks fun. About 100 hours later, you know, <laughs> I'm just like... This was one of the best, best RPGs I have played in a long time. That is saying a lot. Yeah, that is saying a lot. I am talking like the last time I had an RPG that sucked me in that fast was probably Final Fantasy. Which one? Um, Probably the remake. Of which one? <laughs> <laughs> the remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake. There we go. If you want an, if you want another one, how about fourteen? Yep. I'm surprised you didn't say Persona. I mean, Persona, yes, but I played, I played uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake mm -hmm. after I played Persona, which I still need to go back to. So I'm going to say this right now, and I'm going to have a lot of people pissed at me for saying this. A lot of the themes that Final Fantasy VII had in regards to things like identity and abandonment and things like that nine did better oh, damn. <laughs> that's true i am holding my ground on that well i mean yeah it's like seven that because that kind of makes sense because seven came first so they probably polished up on the those ideas mm -hmm. like a nine well i here's the other thing to look at dane there was this was game number seven the idea of heavy themes isn't exactly new to this series. Oh, God, no, it's not. So, I feel like they just were like, Hey, look, Final Fantasy VII, we're on the PlayStation. We need to make this game memorable. 
and they just I don't know. I before people are like, "How dare you hate on it?" I like Final Fantasy VII. I do, but looking back at it from a clearer lens, it has some issues. Yeah, for the original, mm. I I really recommend the remake because I think the remake is a lot closer to the creator's vision than the original was. I'll have to look into it because the story in the original was a mess. Ew. I'm not going to lie to you. It's still kind of a mess. Okay. All right. We got, we got distracted, though. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> anything fun on your end? Yeah. So, here's a fun thing. I have played the Yakuza series, and I like them, but I wasn't really in love with them. Then I found Yakuza Like a Dragon because it was an Xbox Game Pass. I am really liking this series. <laughs> I like it more than a regular Yakuza. Well, my thing is, I I don't know why I like it more. Because when you look at Yakuza Like a Dragon, the RPG elements are so basic. Like, extremely so. Like, it's not like, I don't know, it's not like, not Dragon Age, it's not like, uh, oh god, I'm going to sell it. I'm trying to remember what it, Hero Quest or whatever it was. It wasn't Dragon Quest, that's what it was, Dragon Quest. It wasn't like Dragon Quest where it was just like, oh, look, here's your stats, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just saying that the actual mechanics of the game for the combat, not super innovative at all. It's, it's a standard stock RPG. However, the characters are charming as fuck. <laughs> the summons are hilarious. And just the I, total premise... Of, so the main character basically has this wild imagination, and everything he is seeing in this game is from his imagination. <laughs> and he's and they even bring up earlier, like you know, you really shouldn't let people hit you know hit you. You seem to let people just have like openings on you. It's like I don't know, maybe it's the fact I think I just think battles are like an RPG. <laughs> yes, that is something that's more. I'm paraphrasing. That's more or less something said. But yeah, that's kind of been consuming my time. I will say, I hate to say this, because I remember I was building this up a while back. I stopped playing Final Fantasy XII. Mm. And as much as I hate to say it, the reason is, it got boring. And I know people are like, I'm not going to say that Final Fantasy XII had a huge fan base, but there was a fan base for Final Fantasy XII. But the political intrigue was just not that interesting. It was more or less just, hey, look, Machiavellian leader, Axel Machiavellian. It was also another thing that kind of annoyed me was, and this one is no one's fault at all, but I played the Zodiac remaster, which basically changed a few things. In the game, money is king. Period. It is more king than even in D&D. Oh. Yeah. So, what happened was, in Zodiac, like, okay... We're going to make this more fair. And it, yeah, we're going to say we're going to let this lead to exploration. Is that, and so for things like certain spells and items, you can actually find them in dungeons now instead of having to buy them. Here's the thing, for me at least. I hate going through dungeons. I hate the tediousness of grinding through enemy-packed areas. I hate it. I don't want to explore it. So the fact that some of these items, some of these spells, some of these items are super useful and super powerful, and they're in these dungeons, it's fucking annoying. 
Because that means you have to go all the way back to pick up something that you lost. Or rather, you didn't get. Oh, boy. Again, for the most part, gameplay, fun, story, okay. And just plot lines. It's pretty cool. But it's just not fair. It's got some issues. And I'm harping on this, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if we're going back to me, I realize now that I probably didn't say which of the Is series. Oh, my bad. I thought I put, put you off. Ah, uh, it's fine. Well, we'll just say it now. The first one that I started with was Yiz 8, Lacrimosa mm. of Donna. Okay. Now, I say this now because you're probably going to look this up and you're going to think, oh, it's probably spelled this certain way. No. When you are spelling Donna, mm -hmm. it is not how you think it is spelled. I got two options in mind. Want me to get both? <laughs> well, if you're thinking of the A, toss it. D-O-N-N-A? It's D-O-N-A. No, okay, so I thought, I, I was expecting a double N. Nope, it's okay. just one. Okay. And lacrimosa is pretty much how it sounds. L-A-C-R-I-S-M, lacrimosa, M-O-S-A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty, pretty close. Either way, if you type in yiz, mm -hmm. you know, V-I-I-I-I, you're going to get it. Okay, noted. Noted. As for other games I've been playing, I went into a real MMORPG kick. Oh, boy. I mean, I was starved of of Luke's attention. What can I do? <laughs> Listen, it wasn't my fault, sir. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it was those dreadful doctors <laughs> telling me your health is at risk. But yes, I got into a real MMORPG stink, and uh, I played games like DC Universe Online. I actually played that one for a little bit. It kind of bored me. Uh, it can be, until you reach the higher levels. Mm. And uh, Neverwinter. Oh boy, I've heard of that never played it. It's... A lot better than it originally was. I, and are you also going to be going with D&D Online? No. Okay. Because that one was not that great. It felt like they were trying to mix D&D and Dragon Age. Yeah. And Star Trek Online. Oh, dear. Yeah, I remember that. So, fun fact for everybody. While I was working... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on his, this Discord was literally doing just nothing but Star Trek shit posts. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am like, can, can I talk yet? Is, is the Star Trek over? <laughs> can we go home? <laughs> we have, I'm not going to name names, but we have a little bit of a Star Trek fan in our Discord. It seems like we have a couple. I just have a lot of memes, sir. <laughs> Oh, God. Like, I had no way how to respond at all. I mean, <laughs> that is true. Either way, yes, I was on a serious MMO kick. Another game mm -hmm. that I did start to play was the sequel to Yiz, okay. which was Yiz 9, which is called Monstrum Nox. Okay, that one actually kind of rings a bell. That is a very new release. That released this year. Okay, that might explain it, because we were probably hyping it up at some point. Actually, I've heard almost nothing about 
mm. about it. I don't know. That name rings a bell, and I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe as I saw it on like an ad or something. I don't know. Potentially. Mm-hmm. But that's also another thing that I've been dipping into. Mm-hmm. I dipped my toes into that one. <laughs> Actually, here's a saga. Saga. Here's a series that I've heard about, never played it. Apparently, it's also got a pretty big fan base. The Romance Saga. I'm unfamiliar with the Romance Saga. Uh, actually, fun fact, you actually got a cart, a Japanese cartridge of it, but no box. Huh. Of like, I think it was like number five or number six. Hmm. And it's for the Super Famicom. Well, that might explain why I've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's also an, an English release. It's just, when, remember, back in the day, a lot of Japanese companies... Thought America was too stupid to understand RPGs? <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring up a certain one about that. Oh, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy Adventures, I remember. Uh, I was thinking of a different one. Doki Doki Panic? No. I was thinking of Mystic Quest. That's what I was talking about for Final Fantasy Adventures. Oh, yeah. Well, that was my first introduction <laughs> to RPGs. If that wasn't super handholdy, I don't know what is. I mean, considering the fact that I started playing that when I was four years old, the fact that it was hand-holding was mm-hmm. kind of a godsend. So, yeah, I get that. I get that. I mean, RPGs is one of those things when you're super young that can help if you know how to read. And read well. <laughs> because I don't know if you people know this, RPGs are wordy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, very wordy. I mean, nowadays, I love the fact that they have voice acting in most RPGs, Mm -hmm. because that works a hell of a lot better than text on a screen. I mean, if you look, especially when translation errors were a huge problem. Oh, God. Because how many friggin' games are there that... Oh, wait. I'll bring up an old meme. An old meme that... Oh, if, if I know which are, one. If you are under... I'm going to say 25, you're probably not going to get this one. All your or base are belong, belong to us. us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. I mean, you might have seen that meme going around, but you probably have no context. No. <laughs> not, not a drop. <laughs> Oh, that was such a bad <laughs> translation. <laughs> I mean, I, there was a few even in Pokemon that were pretty bad, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we're running out of time, so I've oh. got one more. Shoot. Oh, boy. You've heard me talk about this one. Okay. And now I'm starting to wrap my roommate and his friends into it. Civilization. Yep. Fucking love Civilization. I haven't played it in a long time, though. My my only reason for that is I need a updated computer. Yes, I am currently playing Civilization Six because mm-hmm. its its most recent edition, I think Platinum, okay, was on sale. Okay, and my roommate was looking for a new game to play with me. Because the one game that we did have is a game that I now refuse to play. You will know if you've been catch if you've caught up on gaming news as to why that is. Is it a winter storm? Maybe it uh, might be something related to that. Gotcha. Noted. 
he he tends to like tactical games. He likes to yeah like very tactical, strategic games. So I said, and he likes Risk. Oh, so yeah. I said, hey, would you be willing to try Civilization? Because it's Uh-oh. just like Risk. <laughs> But it goes into way more detail. Oh, I could go on about Civilization, because I've played that since 4. Yeah. Oh my lord, they have changed so much. I have yet to play that one from space. Uh, I heard it wasn't that great. No, it's not. I, I'd say if you're going to pick up a Civilization game today, mm-hmm. go for 6. I don't know, Five's pretty good too. Oh, I love 5. Mm-hmm. But I mean, going from 5 to 6... It's was... a completely different... It's a different beast entirely. I felt like a fish out of water. I am going to say this, though. I understand that some of you, people who really like getting into a series, especially if it's brand new, like to go into the going older to see what they lost. Whatever you do, don't do four. Oh. I, okay, four, before people are... Because there are people who absolutely love four. Before you, you know, get those nooses and pitchforks... I'm the only reason I'm saying this is for a new person. It gets kind of confusing when you have four different expansions that double as games. I mean, you could kind of say the same thing in this because even going from five to six, yeah, uh, I sat there and went, "What the hell does this do?" Mm. What does I mean, this button do? They added in a brand new system that I had no clue about. Yeah, called districts. Mmm, gotcha. And these districts give your towns different bonuses, so you can specialize a town to do something different. And if you got a bonus next to it, it helps. Yep. Yeah, and one of the biggest things that they added into this game that I'm not used to, Mm -hmm. that I now had to figure out how to balance, was amenities. Oh. Which is... Basically, how entertained your cities are. Yeah, that's why if it kind of, in my mind, when it comes to civilization, even in the old ones, pushing for land conquering is kind of a necessity. Oh, big time. And what was that one? What was it? Venice? If you are the Venetian one where you can only expand with city-states, have fun. (laughs) I got my roommate into this game the first person that he chose as his country was alexander oh okay that's not a bad choice no that is not a bad choice and i picked i can't remember his name right off the top of my uh, head got a country uh norway oh uh, bluetooth no not a viking so it was it was other- a viking it so, was a viking because it was wasn't ragnar I think it's Harold Bluetooth. I think it was actually Ragnar. Was it? Maybe. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. But I picked I picked Norway. Mm-hmm. He picked Macedonia. Mm-hmm. We started on opposite sides of what we called a lake. Were you on the wheel? I was <laughs> Were you using the wheel? Maybe. God damn it, Dan, you cheating bastard. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I'm not even mess. I didn't even mess with him in our mm-hmm. first game, which lasts for only 250 turns, and we are in the final 20 of. Either way, we're kind of going 
we're definitely going to details that no one's going to understand if they haven't played it. Yeah, that's true. Either way, <laughs> we are out of time for this episode. Anyway, I have been Luke. I've been Dane. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.